Are you confused about writing? Do you not know where to start or even how to finish? Do you love writing so much that it burns deep in your soul, but you still don't know how to meet your goals? Are you looking for a little inspiration that will take you on a writer's vacation? Then let us all write together. Let us all write our way. Hello everyone, welcome to Write Our Way. I'm your host Patrick Starks and today we'll be going over some ways that we as writers can strengthen ourselves for the new year. Again, this episode we'll be covering strengthening our writing, planning, making time for reading, making time for creative flow, meaning like, you know, doodling, drawing out our characters and our environments to get a different perspective, and last but not least, to exercise. Yes, I said exercise. Exercise, I feel personally, is a vital part of our writing. Uh, In order to write, we need to feel healthy and energetic. And the best way to do that is exercise. I'm sorry to inform you all, but coffee or tea is not going to get it. We absolutely have to work on our bodies in order to strengthen our minds. But the first thing that we'll need in order to get our journey started for the new year is as the famous Jim Rohn has always recommended, a planner. Now, I know that this sounds boring or not pleasing to the ears, but trust me, you're gonna need this to keep a handle on all the great projects you have coming up this year. We're not gonna overwhelm ourselves on this. We're gonna think smart and efficiently when planning everything out. We absolutely wanna take this little by little and focus on the minor things that will lead us up to accomplishing the majors. So right now, I'd like for everyone to take time to think about what minor things they might want to focus on in the beginning of the year that will push them towards their major accomplishments closer to the end. This could be anything. Uh, For me, a minor would be going over your book that you're looking to get published, like thoroughly going through it and making sure that all the dots connect. It's not a major thing. It's more so a minor thing because the major for me would be like doing the research, right? Trying to figure out what publisher would even accept your genre of book and figuring out how to submit it. And because there's a lot of publishers, they don't accept unsolicited manuscripts. So keep that in mind. And when you're doing that research, you want to make sure that you're submitting to the right publisher that you know that will accept that genre of book. And more so... You need to figure out if it's if they don't accept unsolicited manuscripts, how can you go about making your manuscript solicited? However, for now, for me personally, my minor would most likely be connecting the dots of my book and making sure that, you know, I'm happy with it, that everything connects and I like the connection of the story. I feel a connection to it, you know, spiritually that I feel my readers will have as well. But please keep in mind, everyone, when you're planning out things in your planner to not make your whole week about editing, because essentially to start off, we're going to start planning out for the week and trickle down from there. And so when you're planning out for this week, again, we want to make sure that we're making out time for reading to have some creative expression with doodling our characters out in our environments to get, again, that different perspective of what our words can look like visually And to also, you know, take some time to exercise, take care of yourself so that 
you're feeling upbeat so that you can feel energetic and and write all day long if you want to to your heart's content it's kind of hard to again write for hours on end when you know you're not really that energetic but oh it's so much more than that isn't it everyone <laughs> it's so much more than just writing it down it's also about the execution right i mean we've all been guilty for it i mean how many years have you gone by every new year's popping champagne bottles and saying what you're gonna do and then it comes around to the next year and you still never did that thing you said to everyone you were gonna do whether that be lose this much weight or get a new job or blah 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 blah. you still didn't do it so it's so much more than saying it or putting it on paper it's also about sticking to the schedule sticking to that planner that planner should be I mean, I know some people here aren't religious, but it should be like a Bible to you. I mean, it really should be one of those things that you really take religiously to heart um, that you really want to stick to. It's going to be your life preserver. It's going to be the one thing that's going to help you grow in life and better your life. So you should really um, take that in consideration when you're making these plans out. Shouldn't be nonchalant about it. I think a lot of times when people plan out things for the new years they're very nonchalant about it they say it with so much enthusiasm but in the back of their head they're very nonchalant about it they're just carefree about it it's like well if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't and that's that's not fair to you you want to be fair to yourself you want to better some you want to have more for yourself i think everyone's entitled everyone is deserving to having something better for their life and in order to do that it's going to take you. It's going to take you to dig deep. It's going to take you to execute. So again, everyone, when you're writing this planner, keep in mind, execution is key. Uh, do not go burying your planner somewhere <laughs> under the bed or in some random file cabinet. Keep it close by you and take it with you everywhere you go. Now I'm going to be nice about this. We're going to actually have a reward system. Um, kind of like we did when we were kids whenever you do have a good week uh we're gonna just reward ourselves with something like whether that be your favorite food or uh something you've always wanted from amazon i don't know whatever <laughs> whatever uh you feel like is a reward to yourself do that for every uh week that you've had a good accomplishment uh, where you've executed everything reward yourself i would say the only thing that i don't like necessarily about the reward system is that I think people miss the whole point of view when planning out your year. The reward is actually accomplishing everything at the end of the year. Having, uh, like accomplishing what you said you were going to do. That is the reward. Uh, <laughs> but I think uh, over the years we've kind of, we've been programmed from children to adults to have like this gold star every time we do one little minor thing. And I think that's doesn't really help all too well it feels good but at the end of the day it's like you should look at the bigger picture the reward is actually getting that book published you know by a major publisher you always want to get published by being a best-selling author or getting good positive reviews on your book those are reward systems to me i mean there's nothing more pleasing than having those as rewards versus me going down the street and having my favorite slice of pizza. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's nice, but you you see the difference, right? You see the level of 
a reward system. It's it's not even remotely close. So uh, just keep in mind that your major reward is at the end, not what you do in between. Now I think we've already talked about you know the whole doodling process and getting a different perspective for your writing. Uh, we talked about that last episode with the maze. Um, and I was going to jump into um, exercise, but before we jump into that, I want to take time to talk about being within the writing community. I think that's very beneficial to all of us as writers. I've been kind of a hermit. I'm an introvert, so it's always been kind of hard for me to talk or be... I wouldn't say talk with other writers, but actually like willingly go out into the communities and join writers groups. I would say it's definitely one of my major goals this year is to um, get more involved, get more involved with the writing community here in Seattle and um, talk with a few folks about writing and learn some things from them and share some of my my uh, things that I've learned down the road as a writer. Now to the part some of you guys are going to hate. Oh yeah, exercise. But <laughs> do not judge a book by its cover, as we say. This is not going to be the typical exercise that you, you're thinking most people do. This isn't going to be a gym exercise. <laughs> it's going to be an exercise that is going to benefit, again, your writing. Now I'm no exercise physiologist, but... I grew up in a family that's pretty big on health. Uh, my dad and my brother are both exercise physiologists. My uncle, personal trainer. So I do know a lot about the body that I could tell you guys if you want about um, what you could do in a gym that could help your heart rate, your breathing. But again, we're going to focus on the parts of our body that is going to benefit our writing. The main thing we're going to focus on is our eyes, which is vital. Uh, I can't stress how important the eyes are. Um, I've had a lot of trouble with my eyes. So I want us to focus on eyes because I think eyes is a big part of our writing. Uh, I think we as writers work a lot on computers, which can kind of be, well, not kind of, it is eye straining. So we need to do things that give us a break from straining our eyes. I mean, we look at phones every day at work. I'm sure you're looking at a computer a lot. So, and then when you come home, you know, you're watching TV or something on your downtime or playing a video game in your downtime, which is also another screen, bright screen to look at. So it's good to give your eyes a break so that when it comes time for you to write, your eyes are pumped and ready to go. So the first thing I would say is in your planner, write out some time for yourself to rest. Just lay down on the couch or your bed and just, or if you're at work, go to a quiet room and just meditate. Close your eyes for at least 15 minutes and give your eyes a, a break from bright light. Try to try to surround yourself in a, in a dark room, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to guide you towards the darkness or the dark side, <laughs> but... uh. I'm, what I'm trying to do is get your eyes away from these bright screens and this bright light because, believe it or not, our eyes just can't handle that. Our eyes are not designed to take on so much light like that um, for long periods of time. 
And so just surround yourself in a dimly lit area that isn't too straining on your eyes. Or if you're in a bright room, just close them and give yourself 15 minutes to uh, rest them. The second follow-up to this would be going on YouTube and looking at some Chinese practices uh, for the eyes. Uh, This was something that was recommended by my acupuncturer, Dr. Ho, and he's he's fantastic. Uh, He's here in Federal Way, and he's given me a lot of important tips on how to better my eyes, uh, whether that be through diet or, again, going on YouTube and looking at those Chinese practices for eye exercises. Um, They really help uh, circulate the blood flow around your eyes to, um, you know, loosen them up. And again, your eyes are just like your heart. They got to have some good pumping of blood coming around them. And sometimes that blood kind of just is stagnant. It kind of builds up, especially when you're staring at screens for a long time. And that's usually what comes from the eye strain is just not just the bright light. With your eyes staying open for a long time, you're causing yourself to have dry eyes. And again, there's no movement of the eyes. There's no looking at further distances. You're just looking at the same distance from your computer screen. And again, you're looking at that bright light and it's just not beneficial. And it's good to close your eyes and practice those exercises of your eyes, which it's kind of hard to explain. Um, It's a lot of circulation with your fingers around your eye around your eyelids and at the side of your temple of your uh, head. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of ways to do it. And there's also some exercises he showed me that are around the knee and around your knee there's some key points that actually target certain parts of your body such as your eyes or your gut. Uh, your gut is a huge um, part of how your eyes work, especially the kidneys. Um, kidneys are a huge thing. So um, yeah, you want to make sure that you're definitely focusing on parts of your body that benefit the eyes and as far as diets you're pretty much going to be staying away from any fatty foods or sugars or starches um i know for me sugars is a huge thing i'm i'm so big on like candy especially the sour gummy worms and uh (laughs) the list can go on for me so please uh if you ever meet me don't bring candy around me (laughs) guys it's it's you're not gonna see it if you hand it to me at a theater or something like that you're just not gonna get any of it (laughs) so but yeah yeah sugar is a huge thing mainly because sugar feeds uh inflammation and i don't know about some of you guys i have inflammation that sometimes attacks my eyes and an inflammation i'm sure like a lot of people have inflammation that attacks parts of their body and a lot of things that inflammation feeds off of is sugar. So be careful with your sugar intake. Uh, that can definitely affect how you feel going forward this year. Um, it can make you feel pretty miserable, pretty drowsy, or you can feel pain in certain areas. I know for some people, they feel pain in their joints and stuff like that. And so drinking uh, non-sugar drinks and, and not eating a lot of sugary foods will benefit you greatly. Um, again, (laughs) I'm not an exercise physiologist. Like this is just stuff I've learned down the road from my family and, uh, the great doctors I've met down the road. So yeah, take those in consideration. But before we wrap this amazing episode up, I just want to say one of the main 
objectives as a writer is to just keep writing. You know, don't stop. If you have an idea or a thought about something, write it down in a notepad or something. Come back to it later and try to make a story out of it. Try to make some connection out of it and uh, really push push the envelope. You know, don't let your your ideas or your dreams die. Uh, keep them. They, they need you just as much as you need them. So keep pushing along. Uh, keep reading. Again, reading is one of the most important things for a writer. I know I have a, a huge problem. I used to read so much, but I think at some point as a writer, you hit a point where you just get it and you've you've gotten as much knowledge as you feel that <laughs> you need. But to be honest, there's never enough. There's always more to learn. It's very naive for anyone to think that they don't need to learn anything else. Greatest philosopher Socrates said it himself. All I know is that I know nothing. And I mean, you're talking about one of by far the smartest men that ever lived. So if he's saying <laughs> that he doesn't know anything, please believe if you're just going to sit there and say you you know everything, uh, I would say really do some deep reflection and really think about that before saying that publicly. <laughs> Don't say that around a crowd because you will be tested. People are like, oh, you know everything, huh? Well, let's bring some calculus. Let's bring some algebra to you. Let's bring some uh, scientific things that you think that you know about. Let's bring some biology into this. Let's bring some... Um, some <laughs> just you, know, you get the picture just you'll be tested by so many people oh you know everything oh so you're saying you're bilingual huh you so you know all these languages well speak vietnamese you know speak korean give it to us deliver it or even better you know let's go to gordon ramsay let's tell him that we can cook any dish that he he asks us to cook you know you get ripped a new one by that guy so it's like you know don't don't sit there and think that you can do you've learned everything or you can do anything I mean, well, you can do anything with practice and the will to learn, but to say that you've learned everything, that's a whole different story. <laughs> so have fun with it this year, guys. Again, don't overwhelm yourself. Have fun. Surround yourself around positive people mostly and uh, surround yourself around like-minded people, people who have the same goals in mind as you they want to be writers too or or uh be big time authors or publish a book um stay away from the naysayers stay away from the people that you know they just don't care they're just living they don't care much for doing anything these are the people that you want to stay away from because they're just going to be debbie downers they're just going to drag you down and as much as they say that what you're doing is great. They're in the back of their mind. They're hoping that you fail because they never took the chance to ever try. And they want to know that trying isn't worth it. They want to know that through your failure, it's kind of like an aha moment. Like, see, this is why I never tried. This is why I never tried to be something because it never works. Don't let them make you buy into that story. Keep going forward because I promise you that you can achieve so much. I mean, man, I'm going to level you guys. Like, I can't explain, like, how much I've gone through my life. And just thinking about how far I've come, I would never thought that 
when I was a kid at this age, I would have accomplished what I've accomplished. I've accomplished a lot of things for as young as I am. I'm only 33. I still got a lot more to do. And it's it's been a very rough journey. It's been some some scars, it's been some trauma, there's been some tears, but you know, that's all that's a whole part of the journey. It's all about, you know, strong survive, you, you push through it. So, you know, you guys got my support. Um, you always have my support. I look forward to seeing everyone who wants to achieve a dream succeed. I think we all can be at the top. A lot of people think too, when going for something like this, that only a few people can make it. And I used to think like this too. I used to think that the the top was only for a certain amount of people. It was only for the special, only for the the specially selected people. But reality, the that what we haven't been taught is that we all can make it if we all come together and help each other out. If we were just a little bit more supporting of one another, we could see just how much we could achieve. However, since we live in such a competitive society, specifically the Western culture, we've been taught to not really support each other. We've almost been taught to almost cutthroat one another. And I think this is the time for us, especially after such a long pandemic, this is the time for us to really come together and be empathetic and really support one another on what we plan on doing with our lives, what we plan on giving to our children. You know, I don't have kids, but you know, if you got kids, you should really think about not just your future, but their future as well. And it starts with that support system. It starts with supporting those kids on their dreams. And even those, as those kids get older, like me and my brother, we've always been supportive of my parents on their dreams. We've always been supportive of our uncle who's a personal trainer on his dreams. So it's like, definitely it's all about the love guys it's all about the support and being there for one another you know and there's gonna be times you're gonna want to be you're gonna be there for certain people and they're not gonna care and unfortunately those people you just gotta let them be who they are and you gotta move on um there's definitely been some times i have tried to be there for people i've tried to give them love and they just kind of did not care that again they were nonchalant carefree about it and I had to move on. Like, you know, your heart can only be spread so thin. You can only give it to the people who are willing to accept it. So keep that in mind this year, guys. Be supporting of others and surround yourself around people who are supporting of you. All right, guys. Whew. It's a deep talk. It's a deep talk, guys. This is this is the this is the another year. New year. I'm excited for us all. We're about to do some great things, make some great things happen. This <laughs> this episode, this discussion that we had right here, this is the champagne popper right here. This is the very thing you should be popping a champagne bottle for. Not for the illusion or the sheer amusement of just seeing fireworks. This is the reason you should be popping fireworks because you're looking forward to leveling up, having something better next year moving forward with your life starting something new starting something fresh for you your family your friends meeting other new people who uh benefit your life you know it guys love you all i wish you all a happy new years and most importantly become a child again imagine my friends and also please stay tuned well not stay tuned but 
please look out for the new short story that I'm posting. It's called Chase Adventure. Very uh, <laughs> fun story that I wrote about the uh, God of Nazi. So uh, be sure to check that out. That's going to be on patstarks.com. That's P-A-T-S-T-A-R-K-S.com. And it's also going to be on our Paycark website, which is the Become a Child Again, Imagine My Friend website. And that is Paycark, P-A-C-H-A-R-C.com. And yeah, be sure to check that out. And before you leave, guys, don't forget to uh, give me a like uh, for the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I love uh, talking with you guys. I really love your support um, on the podcast. Keep moving forward with it and keep giving you some fantastic tips, not just about writing, but about life. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) that's it, guys. You know it. Become a child again. Imagine my friends. And I'll see you on the next episode. Happy New Year's again, guys.